Welcome everyone. This is Mindful Manifesting and Get the Message Radio Show. And today we're talking about staying on track. So important when we're about to set an objective for something that we want to happen in our life, either have or experience. My name is in transition. Um, Ariana Rollins, formerly called Monique Gallagher and founder of the School of Self-Revolution. We're dedicated to teaching practical, life-changing skills that can help you overcome internal and external mental blocks that have limited your manifesting potential. We're all born with an incredibly powerful mind, and yet we're not really trained how to use it fully. And especially we're not trained to partner. And what I mean by partnering is having the conscious deciding part about what we want, our consciousness, and harmonizing it with our unconscious mind. That part was veiled from us due to many circumstances. But now with the power of the processes that you can learn through the School of Self-Revolution, you can learn how to harmonize them, cause them to partner. So where your consciousness is the leader deciding what you want to experience, and your unconscious mind is the doer. And you'll be able to tap into all this power, all these latent skills and abilities that may have been covered over by failures or by discouragements. And you'll be able to bring them forward and transmute them into success habits. So when our short, our wiring gets short-circuited, things go awry. We start to doubt our intuition. We start to doubt our perception of reality and truth. And we just start to go along, to fit in, to be good. And then the conscious mind starts to get convinced it has no control. It doesn't feel in charge of your life. And it feels the environment has way more power and authority. And it kind of gives up taking, making decisions and achieving big objectives and goes along, surrenders. It's right to make a life of your choosing. And you know, when that happens, we become vulnerable to being manipulated, controlled, and coerced by advertising other people's desires, whatever. So at the School of Self-Revolution, we empower and educate you how to disconnect from disempowering beliefs that are invisible to you right now, how to restore your inner power and authority using the guidance of your higher wisdom, your true self. So these radio shows are weekly, every Wednesday, 11 a.m. Pacific time to 1130 unless we take a break, like what we did, we were teaching a few webinars last week. All right, so while we're waiting for others to join us, grab a pencil, piece of paper, and you might wanna take some notes on insights that you get out of the, the show today. And always try to get the message that your life is trying to get your attention about. So I usually guide you through exercises, through throughout the show. So it's helpful if you're in a place where you can write things down. So let's get started, shall we? So today's show is on staying on track by translating the messages accurately. And this is truly manifesting 101 important knowledge to know about. Because without that, we can set objectives, we can have wishes and desires. And the very opportunity is right in front of us but we don't see it. We don't take advantage of it. So to begin, did you notice the chalkboard picture that's on the, on the, on the invitation to come to the show live? 
did it remind you of anything? Maybe you had good memories at school and maybe it reminded you of successes or did it remind you of the times when you got in trouble or weren't understood? Or maybe you were thinking, I really don't care what the picture means. Did you know that if I didn't bring your conscious attention to the image, it likely would have just gone right in and right into your unconscious and it could have triggered a memory without you being aware of it. Now you might again be saying, so what enough about the chalkboard? It's really important to know that because we can get reminded of difficult moments in our life. Sometimes we thought we handled it, but other times, even though we think in command and control of our emotions, we can get triggered and react. Now to stay on track with your objectives, it's more important not that you don't get triggered, we all do, but what you do with it. Some people can get so triggered, they can get taken off their objective for days, weeks, a year. I don't know, it may have happened to you. I know it happened to me, and I see that in people. Being triggered is part of life. We live on planet Earth, and it's not perfect. What we do with it is where our responsibility is and how do we stay present continuing to move forward on our target now that's the important thing to grasp out of the show today now yeah the chalkboard probably didn't really have a negative impact enough to take you off your track but i bet other images that you see or other things that happen in your life do and when you get triggered it's either you have been activating a memory of where you gave your power away or where you felt discouraged, uh, hopeful, hopeless, and it fills you with self-doubt or dread, thinking, uh-oh, it's going to happen again. And then part of us just kind of gives up, say, I'm not going to go through that again. Why? What's the point? And so as the, the record keeper and the automated doer of your life, your unconscious mind, there's nothing that it doesn't register and take in nothing. You can be driving down, you know, the Autobahn in Germany, and you're traveling 90 miles an hour and it is measuring everything. It's taking in the signs, it's taking in the cars, it's taking in what you're listening on the radio, it's taking in everything, all the stimulus. So you're beginning to see why it's important for you to understand that your unconscious mind is receiving everything that's ever witnessed. And when you're faced with an experience today, in this moment, that feels similar to what happened to you in the past, your unconscious mind faithfully triggers an appropriate reaction. And that appropriate reaction could be stop, don't do this, it's not going to be successful. It could be just a body feeling, it could be just an emotion, you're feeling kind of your hope is just dropped to the floor, you're feeling discouraged. So if you learn to become aware of these early warning messages from your unconscious mind, you can use this information to become less reactive in the moment. Thereby, you free yourself. The School of Self-Revolution is all about you learning how to free yourself so you get what you want. So when you start to witness the disempowering thoughts and beliefs without being taken over them by them, you're in charge. You're in a really powerful position. So I see, yeah, Jill and, and um, Frank, yeah, all of us had experience at school. 
I cleverly was the quiet one in school and I didn't speak much. I kind of just was an invisible in the shadows. And then I would witness some people who were more bold, confident, and I saw them getting crushed. Well, all of that got into my unconscious mind. So I do, whether I'm bold and confident now, I have both those parts in me. And when I get triggered by a potential quote unquote failure, well, you know, the part that's going to come out in the unconscious mind is the one that is going to protect me. And usually for most people, protection is stop. We don't want to do that. Not when we're setting an objective. We want to stay on track. So your unconscious been receiving all this information at such an alarming rate, you can't even begin to imagine it. And here's the important thing to be aware of. Your unconscious mind is interpreting any new opportunity through the filter of your history. It is making your future opportunities. It's looking at those opportunities and it's making a decision from your history. And it's usually from a three-year-old point of view. It's not a very mature point of view. And it really is not looking at your age and skill level today because everything's relevant. When you were two years old, three years old, when you were 40 years old, it brings it all, all those skills and all those hurts forward. And it's only looking for familiar experiences to help you avoid loss. And that's great to avoid loss. But if you want to achieve something, if it's meaningful for you to move forward, you've got to be aware of these fast reflex-based actions of your unconscious mind because they will continue to drive your life if you're not aware of them. So, you know, when we get triggered, we just witness the consequences of the unconscious mind's decision. Now, that's interesting. Do you hear the alarm? It's underlining that part. So when life isn't going our way, we really could start to look deeper and say, hmm, do I have a little uh, blocker in there? Something that's trying to protect me from disappointment or failure. Is it now making the decisions for my life? Otherwise, if not, your past experiences will dictate your future as long as your unconscious mind is making the decisions. Referring back to the two webinars, um, Cultivate a Magical Personality, we spoke a lot about putting our consciousness in charge of our unconscious mind. And that's really what we're talking about here. And oh yeah, thought police, yeah. And and yes, Remy or um, Jill, you're speaking about how much the unconscious mind absorbs. Yep, yep. And they are kind of a thought police and a belief police. And if we're trying to move forward on something that we think would be really exciting, and it feels like something we've done in the past, and the unconscious mind says, whoop, we don't want to experience that feeling again, shut it down. And it's like that like a machine shutting down, you'll hear it go. And then your energy, your optimism is gone. And you see, I was all excited about this. Where'd it go? So I hope, I hope you're not feeling despondent at the information because for me, knowing it and teaching you this, hopefully is going to start to send thrills of hope and joy throughout you. Because when you understand that there are ways to recognize when you're starting to repeat history, you can learn how to permanently reframe any pain-filled moment where you may have gave your power away, like in school or 
like with a, in a relationship or a friendship or in work, you know, these school memories, these failure memories can be transposed into success skills, which will continue to empower you not only today to achieve your objective, but in any situation where you could have been, you could be intimidated in the future or discouraged. You're building these success habits that will empower you to accomplish your objective today and empower you to feel more free in the future. So whatever objective you're setting in the future will be far easier by using your skills and abilities today to overwrite these belief mechanisms that are just literally, they're not dealing in reality. They're dealing in history. That's not our reality today. So yeah, awareness of the possibility of overcoming these thoughts and beliefs, exactly. And it fuels you with hope and, and joy. So let's get on with how you can start to capture these important messages as they're happening to you live. As you go about your day, you've got access to valuable clues. Now, these clues are noticing how are you feeling? What's your emotions like right now? And are you feeling anything in your body? Are you feeling where normally you're kind of really relaxed and now your shoulders feel like a railroad tie, very tense? Or normally uh, your sleep is real easy. Are you aware of thoughts that are going around in your head, like spinning over, what do I do about that problem at work? Or how do I talk to my spouse about that budget? Your unconscious mind is communicating to you all the time. Now, sometimes it's communicating to you in self-defeating ways, but sometimes it's communicating to you ideas. It's giving you navigation, guidance, amazing. Discerning between the two takes a little bit of skill, which is possible, absolutely easy to learn too. You know, your unconscious uses everything it can it has access to your physical body, your hormones, your digestive system. It uses dreams and even body feelings, body sensations. And it can even orchestrate events in your life to send you an intuitive message or shift your mood. All of these forms of communication are there to provide you with the how. The how to achieve your objective how to make better decisions, or maybe how to be more loving and compassionate with someone when they're going through something today. Which part did you forget? Frank, I just saw that. In a personal story to illustrate how messages can come in in the most unusual way. Last year, I had the most odd experience happening with my iPhone. I put in the earbuds to make a phone call and suddenly I hear this music. And then I'd see an image of the album popping up on my iPhone. And the most alarming part was that the lyrics had significance for me. I started to listen to the lyrics of the song and it felt like a friend was, you know, comforting me, was talking in my ear. And it seemed like whatever song the phone decided to play contained a message to wake me up. By the way, I never bought the album, nor did I ever transfer music to my phone. I had no idea how it got there. Where did the music come from? Why was it there? So I asked, you know, some of my techie friends and I went online and I searched because I've trained myself to never dismiss an odd occurrence like this, but I'm a scientist at heart. So I didn't want to 
immediately think some magical thing was happening. So I did some research to figure out how could music spontaneously start playing on my phone. No one could explain it. Yeah, it was getting my attention. Absolutely, Jill. So not finding any answers that made sense to me, I put the research to one side. Then one day, it started to play again, and it was during a particularly stressful day. So you see the connection? Ah, the album plays music, or this, my iPhone plays music when I'm under stress. That's interesting. Okay, so that's more information. So sometimes this album would start playing twice a day, then nothing for weeks and months. Are you starting to see this kind of beyond coincidence? So what the complete message is remains to be revealed, but clearly it shouldn't be ignored. So I bring it up today on the radio show because it happened a few days ago and it hadn't been happening for weeks, clearly a message. How do I currently translate it now, you might ask? Well, for me, it says it's a sign that I need to stay on track with my target, even if the world interjects doubt. It's important for me to repeat that one, to stay on track with your target, even if the world interjects doubt. It's so important for you to realize that when you attempt to make meaningful changes in your life, there will be things, maybe your own blockers, or other people's blockers that try to keep you in the bucket. You know, crabs like company. If you've ever seen a visual of that, of the crabs in a bucket, then and one crab is starting to climb up the side to get out, the other crabs will pull them down. And really, we're not crabs, but I think it's a good visual because generally people don't like change. It doesn't mean they really wanna stop you from being successful, they don't like change. And parts of you don't like change. We all like the result of change, but we don't like the change. Like we like to experience a slimmer body, right? But who wants to stop eating the sweets? Or who wants to get out of bed when it's cold and exercise? So we like the results of change, but the process of change, most of us don't like. So when we want to accomplish something, it generally means change. Now, we don't have that particular thing in our life right now. So maybe it's a slimmer body. Maybe it's clients that you really connect with and can make a meaningful impact in their life. So as soon as we consciously say something we want, we're alerting blockers in ourselves. It's amazing, really. And we can alert blockers and other people who would prefer things to stay the same. Maybe you'd get too busy and you wouldn't be able to, you know, have um, a holiday with a friend or a visit with a friend. So they may prefer you to keep your current schedule. Whatever it is, they're not aware of it and not conscious, nor are we. Now, I have very few rules, few rules in the School of Self-Revolution, but here's one. When you set an objective, do not tell anyone what you're working on. And the bigger the objective the closer you need to keep it to yourself. It's not that people don't love us and want the best for us. It just simply goes back to human nature. People don't like change, even if the change is good for them. I'll give you an example. This was really shocking. I was doing a little bit of research on the 10 most stressful life events. It's based on the Holmes and Raw stress scale. I think they're looking at how it can impact someone's health, right? So these are the top 10. Then we'll go through them fast. Death of a spouse, 
divorce, marital separation, imprisonment, death of a close family member, personal injury, illness, marriage, dismissal from work. Did you see that one? Marriage is in there. Isn't that curious? Would anyone think marriage is a stress? It's something people really want. They're in love. Yeah, it's a stress because of change, right? Another interesting thing to observe about this list is how many of these most stressful events relate to other people, like spouse, death, divorce, marital separation. That's four out of 10, which says learning how to relate with others in a successful, loving way has got to be high on the priority list of stress management. And learning how to deal with life stresses can make a major improvement in the quality of one's life, let alone health, because stress reduces our health, doesn't it? So these are all learned skills, and they can be easily mastered. When we're operating from our true essence, it instantly reduces stress. Almost like when we're aligned with our higher wisdom part, we have greater capacity to handle difficulties because we know it will work out. We've got faith. And we know that whatever is happening is happening to reveal to us things that we need to learn and grow and messages to achieve our objective. And so when we're aligned with our higher self, this is another beautiful benefit. It brings it out in other people. And other people become more relaxed, loving, and creative because they're coming from their core. So in module one of the highest potential curriculum, we address this in powerful ways. Students learn a true self-alignment process, which empowers them in their personal and professional life to achieve their objectives and bring more love and compassion into their life and into the lives of others. We become these wonderful lighthouses, these beacons. So now back to you. How can you translate the messages of your life more accurately and better yet, be able to use them to navigate decision points in your life? Well, the biggest tip I can give you is to be aware of any subtle changes and maybe a coincidence that there is traffic on the road and normally there's no traffic at this time. Take a moment to check inside. Better yet, if you bring forward your true self or your success team. Success team is something that you can learn to build in the highest potential curriculum. That's a very specific unconscious team that guides you in your day-to-day -day successes. And it can guide you to get the messages very fast. You bring your success team forward. It's almost as if you're talking to a family member. You ask it a question and you get an answer. And it could be very practical guidance like, ah, should I get off the highway? It's kind of a chocker block right now. And you could get, no, it's going to be clearing up the next exit. Great. Stay on the highway. Or you get yes. And here's a, a magical story I'm going to share right now. This was years ago. A friend of mine who was living in California flew back east to Philadelphia. It was his father's funeral, unfortunately. And he was there for a few days. And his plane was taking taking off, I don't know, maybe it was like noon. And he had, did not allow for enough time due to the traffic on the highway. So he calls me and says, I need some navigation advice. 
I, you know, I, there's a lot of traffic and I got to get to the airport. The plane's taking off. Well, I was in the middle of something like knee deep in an important project. So I couldn't help him. I said, I'm so sorry. I can't help right now. So I hang the phone up and he said within minutes, he got the guidance, get off the highway. And he started to drive in this neighborhood he had never been in before. And he was getting this sense, turn right, turn left, go straight. And he got to the airport on time for his flight. He'd never been in that neighborhood. He had no idea where the guidance was coming from, but he was listening to it. I don't know about you, but I've often driven intuitively and it gets me to where I'm going. That's what I'm talking about. Driving your objective to where you want to go by getting that subtle message. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, he listened. And sometimes we don't. Sometimes we think our our conscious mind or what we did in the past is going to be effective and it will work again. But if we didn't get success from it in the past, it's not likely it's going to be successful today. But what do we do? We keep doing things in the same way. It's because it's habits, but it doesn't have to be like that anymore. We can learn how to change those habitual ways of acting and thinking to be more successful for who you are today with all these skills and abilities and these life changes. Yeah, we can lose our intuition, stop trusting it. Exactly. Now, this particular man, he's the most highly intuitive man I've ever met. He gets messages for other people. I would say, I don't know if it's that it's psychic, but I guess someone could say it is. But as he delivers those messages, they come in very rapidly and they can be very powerfully helpful to another person. He is the one who actually introduced me. He bought the book for me, bought the book for me that taught me these processes. So I'm deeply grateful. So whenever he brings something to me, do I pay attention? Oh, yeah. He's a very good friend to have. So back to you. How can you translate these messages more accurately and be able to use them to navigate decision points in your life? And especially after setting an objective, yes, he's a channel and a very precious, very loving, giving soul. So we're going to be talking next show, number 14. We're going to go into a 10-minute daily focusing process that brings the best of us out and brings our awareness to the messages that are happening in our life so we can start to bring gratitude and take appropriate action. And remember, whenever we set an objective, life starts moving faster in the direction we want, which is great. So translating those little messages that come in and putting them into action can speed up the successfulness of your objective. Because whenever we're setting one, we use the term on or before a particular date. That's very precise, on or before. So don't be surprised if your objectives happen quickly. I'd like to share another, I think, quite remarkable example. This was, oh, let's see, about two years ago. No, three years ago. It was in the spring, and I was having a bit of a stressful day. And stress, as I translate it now, is me trying to control my environment or another person. <laughs> That's usually where the most stress comes from. So in this moment, I was thinking, I wonder if meditation would help me. And then the next thought was, how do you learn to meditate? I don't know. You know, I'm 51 years old. I know how to meditate. And then I let it go. 
a few weeks later, maybe a month later, I receive an email and it said, would you like to come to its uh, Women Empowerment Week in San Diego? And they had different lunches and talks. And one lunch looked quite interesting because the keynote speaker was Deepak Chopra. Deepak Chopra happens to have a, a center for healing and meditation pretty close to where I live, Carlsbad. And I'd never met Deepak Chopra. And I heard a lot of people speak about him. I said, I want to meet him. So I went to the lunch and I sat up, you know, real close to the front. And as he comes to, you know, speak at the podium, the first words out of his mouth were, my center asked me to inform you. We are gathering research subjects for a particular study. We are looking to determine whether meditation can extend the longevity of a person's life. And he starts to give the criteria, non-smoking between a certain age and on and on. So I'm saying, yeah, great. <laughs> That's how I'll learn how to meditate. So I make note of the, uh, the website to be able to um, apply to be part of the research group. And I didn't hear anything back. And then about a week later, I get a message, you know, call us. We'd like to speak to you, whether you're uh, a candidate to be part of the research study. So I'm, yes, I'm excited. So I call, I get an answer phone over and over and over again. I couldn't reach them. Finally get a message a week later, say, you need to call today or we can't even consider you. We've got to make all the selections. So I called until I got through. And in the interview, she asked me the questions and what there was a little bit of contradiction. And if you learn more, especially if you're in the, the program that's starting on the 23rd, you learn about how, how contradiction can stop us. Here's where the contradiction came up. Eckhart Tolle was going to be speaking at the center during the week of this research study. And the research person said, hey, if you're really attached to seeing Eckhart Tolle, we can't have you in the group because there's a control group that doesn't learn meditation. And then there's a group that does learn meditation and works with Deepak Chopra and all of that. So I found myself like in a little bit of contradiction and conflict. And I said, nope, I know I'll be in the right group. I definitely want to apply. Please consider me. I let it go completely clear. The next week I get notice that I was selected. And yes, of course, I got to be in the one where I was able to be trained by Tipak Chopra, primordial sound meditation and meet Tole. Now that all happened without me setting a formal objective. That's where I want you all to get to. Setting objectives, doing the empowerment process is all kind of the training wheels on the bike, but eventually you don't have to do them. You set an intention with your mind and it happens. That means you need to be paying attention and translating the messages. So another message you might be considering now, maybe you listen to the webinars, uh, the mindful manifesting and cultivate a magical personality. Maybe part of you was really leaning forward and you're really drawn to it. But then a part of you wasn't so convinced. Maybe the timing didn't feel right. Or maybe a part of you said, well, I don't know if it's, um, it's going to be effective for me. Well, you know what those are? They're doubts. Those are blockers waking up. Because there's no question in my mind, if you watch those, 
blockers were woken up. Now, it's a matter of do the blockers take charge? Do the blockers take you away from something that's important for you to do right now? We don't want to wait. The next training is not until October or November. And I would really like to speak with you. If you had that contradiction come up and a party really wants to do it, I can walk you through. It's a powerful decision-making process that will help you access your higher wisdom to gain clarity around this question or any other questions you may have. And I do it completely without altering your path because I believe very seriously in karma that if it's not for someone's highest and best good, I have no business guiding them or pushing them. I will help you to find your answer and your privacy is maintained. So take action, please, on this opportunity to have a private consultation. I still have times in my schedule uh, Thursday and Friday, and we start our orientation class on April 22nd. And actually, I can take time to make some appointments next week. There are so many tools that you'll learn in the highest potential curriculum for self-mastery that I just can't wait to share them with you. Teaching people how to change their life situation to make it easier, more effective, and make that change permanent is what I love to do. So if you're sparked to make some positive changes in your life and you want to learn how to manifest things that on a, you know, that are in a way that's easier, more natural, and aligned with your higher wisdom, please reach out. Simply respond to the email that invited you to the show today, and we'll set up a time to speak. So before we say goodbye, are there any questions, comments, or insights you'd like to share? You can type them in the chat bar there. And I want to thank you for sharing this time with me today. It's so valuable when people are present on the radio shows live because I don't know if you can feel it, but there's an energy and there's an upliftment. And this is just the, the beginning. When we're in the, the full-on curriculum, it builds and gets more and more and more. So those little blockers that you may be struggling with today, they have less sway because you're in the, uh, a community of like-minded people. And you don't have to settle for what's going on in your life at this moment. If it's not something you want, you can change it. You're now getting access to tools that can help you accomplish precisely what you want to experience. And you've started the process of reclaiming your inner power, your passion, your peace and purpose. So I look forward to speaking with you over the phone or Skype this week or next week. And most definitely having you on the radio show next week. Take care, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us live. Hope you enjoyed the show. And let me see what we've got here. There's an energy here. Yeah. And thank you all for participating because whether you said a word or not, you participated. We made this a far more powerful radio show than it would have been if you'd not been here. So I'm grateful. Bye for now.